This Millennium Group. They really believe all that stuff. Nostradamus and Revelations. The destruction of the world. They believe we can't just sit back and hope for a happy ending. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of Eris Unveiled, a production of Gorp Corp. This is a podcast where we peel back the raw, throbbing nerves of reality to expose a vast, cosmic consciousness constantly grasping at warm bodies to assimilate. This is Monday, July 4th, 2022. Now that Gorp Corp has taken the reins here at Eris Unveiled, things are going to be a bit different. For those of you wondering where Dr. Thaddeus is, Rest assured, he's very happy, getting plenty of fresh air and exercise at some farm upstate. Speaking of running for your life, back in the 80s when I was a massively famous right-wing shock jock, I was constantly talking about how poor white trash were keeping good, honest hard workers from being middle class. Then after we got rid of all the poor white trash, I ranted about how the middle class kept good, honest business owners from being millionaires. Then, when millionaires were the new poors, I was very explicit how millionaires were keeping multi-millionaires from being billionaires. My memories aren't what they used to be, but I think the entire world was eventually destroyed in a Lovecraftian holocaust of ecstasy and madness. And that's the promise of a fascist solution. Abject destruction with no bottom. It's like how calculus lets you find the area under a curve using infinity. 
fascism lets you crush people under your boot by first dividing them up into infinite dehumanizing categories. First, it'll be non-whites, then non-straights, non-Christians, non-the-right-kind-of-Christian, the left-handed, redheads, the Dutch, and don't forget poor people, the filthy, filthy poor. Because maybe you can fake being a straight and Christian, but you can't fake not being poor. And you know you're poor if you rely on public education to teach your kids how to read, which is why I used to say public schools should be firebombed for teaching science. And then my listeners did that. It was great at first, but all of a sudden, everyone forgot that sex and procreation were related. It was a disaster. Turns out if men don't understand they make women pregnant, then they won't know they can have way more kids than women. And if as a man your ego cannot internalize that fact, then you won't think of your children as your property. And if you can't begin to conceptualize people as property, then the entire foundation of history itself becomes threatened. Learn from my mistakes and don't let loony liberal leftists pretending to be patriots conceptually false flag you into thinking public education is bad. The first sexual revolution was learning sex and procreation are related. And you can draw a straight line from that revelation to modern day conservatism. From the rise of patriarchies to the demonization of non-procreative sex, right up to the current news cycle. The decision sent tens of thousands of people into the streets this weekend to protest. There were nonstop demonstrations over the weekend and they're expected to continue. All day long, crowds have been steadily building here at Washington Square Park across the nation. At least 100 demonstrations are planned in the coming days. I'm most worried about what comes next because Roe versus Wade was a precedent for Oberfell versus Hodges, Loving versus Virginia, Irving versus Texas, gay marriage, interracial marriage and privacy in the bedroom. And those, as Clarence Thomas came out yesterday, they're going to be falling like dominoes. There is this urgency in getting us to show up and vote and mobilize and phone bank and, and you know, put cute stickers on our tote bags and all that. And, you know, and, and for the most part in the last few elections, young women have. And then once Democrats have control of, you know, the Senate, the House and the White House are our objectives are moved down to the very bottom of the list. Um, you know, the abortion thing should have been codified into law under President Biden. The fact that it wasn't is is ridiculous. The fact that we have enough Democrats who care more about the filibuster than they do about female bodily autonomy or women's bodily autonomy or abortion rights is egregious. I mean, that's the heartening bit is you're like in straight polls. And if you just ask the average American, I mean, do you want parents of LGBTQ youth to be like criminalized. They in a landslide. It's no doesn't largely affect me, but uh, everything's a strategy play. They have so much leverage. There's this system that's allowed for the ability of an extremist minority to hold everyone else hostage. And we just sort of watch the train barrel out of control and go like, I wonder if the checks and balances will kick in at some point here. No. Yeah. These guys don't issue hypothetical rulings. It's a rogue court hell-bent on remaking America as an authoritarian right-wing theocracy. Conservatives have shattered the court and shredded whatever remaining legitimacy it may have had. This is an institution that counts among its members two who have been credibly accused of sexual misconduct, several who lied to Congress to get the gig in the first place, at least one whose seat was stolen, another whose family made money from right-wing groups and didn't report it, and who ruled on cases implicating his spouse who was directly involved in a coup to overthrow the United States government, and another 
who during his confirmation hearing claimed there was a shadowy plot to destroy him orchestrated by, among other people, the Clintons. Not to mention the fact that a majority of the conservative justices on the court have been appointed by Republican presidents who lost the popular vote. And this is, suffice it to say, a radical court just mowing down precedents they don't like and selectively reading whatever they want in the Constitution to further their brazen ideological agenda. They literally just pick and choose the clauses they like and ignore the ones they don't, like the one that prohibits the government from respecting an establishment of religion or the one that says guns are for a well-regulated militia. It's a rogue court that just cherry-picks the precedents and the parts of the Constitution they like and discards the ones they don't. That's it. And every email I got that day that was like, you got to keep me in the Senate. Can you chip in $15? It was like, fuck you. I felt um, like I expected this to happen, but I didn't expect Democrats to fail as hard as they did. Glorp calling. You already know Glorp Corp from its amazing products and services, like the dermal pendant conducting necklace and hexonic sponges. But did you know Glorp Corp has also brought you such thrilling innovations like capitalism? Adam Smith who? Sounds like a made up name. Glorp on the other hand is the real deal American steel. Now that unhinged capitalism has devoured itself, it's finally time for Glorp to unleash our most hyper-realized product ever. But first, let's talk about culture. Capitalism used to be good at selling us culture, but now normies can't survive off their entry-level jobs. Plus, for the last 20 years, the internet has offered up endless amounts of diversified content for free. And so we've spent a whole ass generation fracturing off into individual reality tunnels and further isolation. So now, today, July 4th, 2022, we are all broke and lonely, leaving only one viable path for America to find its lost soul. Become a fascist Christian theocracy. Unlike liberals and progressives, Christian fascists have a coherent plan for you. Become a Christian. The end. Are you still poor and hungry? Then that means you didn't Christian hard enough. So you probably deserve to go to prison, you fucking sinner. 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 Let's see what's next. Now it's time for the final segment of the show, Galaxy Brain, where we read an excerpt from our book, Discordia Apocalyptica which you can read right now where you are sitting at arisonvale.com slash book. Speaking of books, words. Speaking of words, Jesus, a.k.a. the word, a.k.a. the son of man, a.k.a. the word, is a kind of divine operating system. Because without the word, literally without language, infecting our brain, we couldn't organize ourselves into the global collective consciousness we now exist as. What this means is, the word is just code for the system, which manifests as religion, government, media, and financial institutions. It's like this. Humans are inherently beyond good and evil, like an inanimate object. How it is used is what makes it an object of creation or destruction. But in their current forms, religion, government, media, and financial institutions have turned us into agents of destruction. So. When the system realized it is what inspires man's inhumanity to man, it recalculated how it interacts with us, 
and determined peace is only possible if we are all equal within it. The system tried to course correct in the form of Jesus saying rich people are bad and will never get into heaven. But that had mixed results. The system realized no one can enlighten you if you are not already enlightened by your own struggle with the system. And so it came up with the plan. And the plan is, the revolution can only come within the highest ranks of the conspiracy. I'll have you shot. Have you lost your mind? No, ma'am. Just a quick reminder that the previous segment was an excerpt of our book, Discordia Apocalyptica, which you can find and read at arisonvale.com book. You can also find Arison Veiled at patreon.com, facebook.com, and twitter.com by adding slash You can find me, Libby the Rose, on Twitter, at Libby the Rose. You can find links to all those accounts, plus our merch account at redbubble.com in the footnotes. And that going to wrap up this episode of Arison Veiled, the podcast. We now release new episodes every first and third Monday of the month. Until next time, dear listener, may the Stargeist guide you and bless you. The abominable and the fornicators. So what's he trying to say? He's preaching. He's prophesizing. So you think the killer is fulfilling the prophecy? The great plague in the maritime city will not stop until death is avenged by the blood of a just man. The great lady is outraged by the pretense. Get rich! Get rich! Get rich!